Welcome to DAC Beechcroft's Lawcast. My name is Kieran Claffey. I'm a legal director in DAC Beechcroft's uh, clinical risk team. And in this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Sangeeta Bodalia. Hi, I'm Sangeeta, and I'm the head of the early notification team at NHS Resolution. Um, I've been with NHS Resolution for two years now, and it's been um, absolutely uh, delightful. I used to work for um, Guy's and St. Thomas's NHS Trust, where I was the head of legal for two years. And previous to that, I used to work at Virgin Care, where I was their senior legal counsel, working in their litigation department. So Sangeeta and her colleagues recently uh, delivered a series of webinars for NHS trusts in collaboration with the Healthcare Safety Investigation Branch, or HSIB. And in this podcast, we're going to be talking about some of the key messages that were delivered in those webinars. So the early notification scheme, as many of us uh, will already be aware, is, is a key initiative to achieving safer maternity care. And it's a key focus area for NHS resolution. That's right. Um, the NHS resolution early notification scheme is where NHS trusts are required to report maternity incidents that have the potential to become high value claims. And I think it's right to say that it's it's developed fairly significantly since it was launched uh, in 2017. And there have been some particularly important developments recently, uh, haven't there, Sangeeta? Can you tell us about those? Absolutely. The scheme has really involved since it's it first launched on the 1st of April 2017. Firstly, we've built uh, much closer relationships with other organisations, uh, as you mentioned, the Healthcare Safety Investigation Branch, or HSIB. When the EN scheme was first set up in 2017, it was before HSIB was launched. HSIB didn't launch until around 2018-2019. And previous to that, the early notification team undertook an initial desktop investigation following submission of all the medical records and investigation reports that were submitted by the trust. However, in 2020, following the COVID-19 pandemic, HSIB made the decision not to routinely investigate all maternity events involving called babies where there was no apparent neurological injury confirmed. We also asked trusts only to report early notification cases directly to HSIB. This situation has continued to date. And I think that's really helped trusts in terms of reducing duplication uh, and double reporting. And there's also been change in terms of the, of the types of cases that the early notification team will investigate. Isn't that right? That's right. So one of the most significant changes that has come into this relates to the type of cases that we investigate. We recognise that the initial reporting criteria into EN, which was based on the each baby counts criteria, was very wide and it captured a large number of babies. We were receiving around 700 cases or incidents per year. But actually of those babies, only a very small number, around 10%, actually had evidence of a confirmed brain injury. And as a result, an outcome-first approach has now been developed. Right. So could you tell us more about this new outcome-first approach and uh, and how that should work in practice? Of course. So as you know, there are two stages of the legal tests of negligence. 
breach of duty and causation. And normally us lawyers, when we're looking at cases of negligence, we would usually investigate whether or not there's been a breach of duty first. And in these cases, that would mean determining whether or not there's been any suboptimal or substandard care. We would then move on to see whether there's been any causation, and in this case, again, meaning any injury or harm that's occurred to the baby. And then the combination of the two would mean that there's a likelihood of some form of clinical negligence. However, as I explained before, this normal approach has led us to investigating too many babies. And now in EN, instead of looking at those cases to identify if there's been a breach of duty or substandard care first, we are now looking at whether or not there's an injury or an outcome first, and therefore looking at a confirmed brain injury. We will then go back and consider whether there's been any substandard care and whether that had an impact on the outcome. Now, I know that it's not actually always straightforward to determine whether a newborn baby has in fact suffered a brain injury. Uh, how have you decided to define brain injury for the purpose of this outcome first approach? Exactly right, Karen. As you know, it's really, really difficult. And so what we've had to do is we've had to work with a number of um, clinical experts in this field uh, and come up with a definition that um, we could apply to these cases. And the definition we have decided um, after numerous meetings and discussions is that babies who have an abnormal MRI scan where there is evidence of change in relation to intrapartum hypoxic ischemic encephalopathy or HIE is the definition we will be applying. So the criteria for an investigation by NHS resolution will be narrowed to those cases where there is evidence of or the potential for a hypoxic brain injury. This will ensure that the scheme is focused on those cases where there is a potential for or a high value compensation payment. It's also important to note that this clinical criteria will be applied to all EN cases retrospectively and prospectively, and more information on how this will affect trusts will be provided in the following months. Right. So it, another message uh, coming out of the webinars was how the early notification team and uh, HSIB are collaborating with each other. And it's something uh, we've already touched upon. And I'm sure most of our listeners will be familiar with HSIB, but essentially they're a body funded by the Department of Health and Social Care, and they conduct independent investigations in relation to patient safety concerns in the NHS, including in the obstetric context. So does the potential for some overlap uh, with the early notification scheme approach, I suppose. So could you tell us some more about how you're collaborating with each other? That's right. And it's exactly what we found, that they, there was some duplication and overlap. So in order to ensure that we're fully embracing the HSIB investigation and allowing the HSIB process to take place, NHS Resolution have decided that no steps will be taken by the early education team to investigate eligibility for compensation until HSIB have completed their learning investigation. This will hugely reduce uh, duplication and enable trust to focus on liaison with HSIB and with the family in the early stages. On receipt of the HSIB report on relevant NHS resolution cases, we will then overlay an investigation into legal liability. Where families have declined a HSIB investigation, currently our position is that no EN investigation will take place either unless a family specifically requests this. 
So this will mean that the new process focuses on the interaction between HCIB and EN investigations, and we will adopt a collaborative approach whilst ensuring both investigations remain independent. Kiran, you may know this already, and HCIB usually conclude their investigations after six months, and then the report is shared with NHS Resolution directly. What happens then is an initial triage is undertaken by our in-house clinical team made up of midwives, obstetricians and a neonatologist. And they will consider whether the injury meets our clinical definition of brain injury. And then they will provide an assessment of the care that has been undertaken. Once that's done, the clinical review is then passed to our in-house legal team made up of qualified lawyers who will then confirm whether a full liability investigation is mandated through our panel firm of solicitors. And what's your expectation in terms of, of the timescale for the liability investigation to be concluded? Our aim is for the liability investigation to be ideally completed within 12 months, but this can take longer depending on expert availability. Currently, due to the pandemic, we are looking at around an 18-month completion time. Following the investigation, our intention is that the family are always informed of the outcome, whether or not there is an admission of liability. Right, so the intention is that whether substandard care and causation is identified or not, uh, the family should receive a letter setting out the findings uh, of the investigation. That's right. So we've covered the ways in which um, the early notification scheme has been developed recently and now looking to the future what would you say are the main developments coming down the line for the scheme? So looking to the future one of the exciting things that we're looking at now is consulting on a new quantum protocol and this aims to work with families and their solicitors to assess a child's immediate and future needs and put appropriate packages in place to ensure that these needs are met. This innovation ensures we continue to move away from an adversarial approach through the EN scheme and ensure families where early admissions are being made receive their compensation payments in real time. Often, as you know, due to a child's young age, it's not always possible to quantify the future needs of a child. NHS Resolution are considering innovative solutions to identify the immediate needs of the child and ensure appropriate care and therapy packages are put into place at an early stage until the child's needs can be quantified um, in terms of compensation. So once the child's future requirements are more certain, NHS Resolution are looking at alternative discrete resolution methods to be employed to create more streamlined process to value claims. The aim is to work with families and their solicitors to make the process faster, more collaborative and more proportionate. So it, it seems like there's, there's lots more uh, innovative and uh, interesting developments to come. And uh, I'm really grateful to you, Sangeeta, for coming along today and, and talking to us about them. Thank you for having me on the podcast. If you'd like more information on the Early Notification Scheme, you can find it at www.resolution.nhs.uk. That's all for this edition of Lawcast. You can listen to more editions of Lawcast at our website, www.dacbeachcroft.com forward slash Lawcast. Thanks for listening.